0: Yeah, it just really boils down to like one thing and it might sound cheesy but like when you have like people telling you adults telling you like like little phrases that you feel like belong on bumper stickers instead of like real life like advice. You're like, "Yeah, great. Don't be kind rewind. Great, mm-hmm. mom, right?" <laughs> and you want to like be like, "Whatever." I think the one thing that it really boils down to is like don't let anybody naysay your shit like, do your shit, right? So I could be labeled as stubborn by some people because I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to, like, worry about you. I'm going to go and do this thing. And when I find people that want to do this thing with me, guess what? They're on board and we're going to do this thing. You know what I mean? And so, like, just stick to your guns because if it comes from you when it comes from your heart and your head, then, like, really... It is your baby and it's your vision or whatever, like stick to your vision. You can adapt, you can bend, you can twist along the way to get there, right? But don't like give up your vision because somebody else is like upset or naysaying it or whatever. Like let the haters hate and you create.
1: Welcome back everyone, this is episode number 32 of Bindalism, where Boho Hobo gets the opportunity to sit down with Michael John Haggerty. Fellow Syracuse local Michael is a social advocate that uses the power of communications and media to raise awareness of creative talent to bring people together for positive change. Today we will be talking about Michael's story about how he got to where he's at in his unique role for local Syracuse, New York, as well as how the Syracuse community is progressing at large. Michael's honest perspective on the development of Syracuse is eye-opening and serves as truthful basis to how social innovation can blossom. Syracuse has a lot of potential and Michael's social advocacy And event planning is the catalyst Syracuse needs in order to bring the creative minds together. Michael's influence as a spokesperson and humanitarian shines through in this podcast. Thanks again. We hope you all enjoy the genuine and enthusiastic insight of Michael John Haggerty. All right, cool. So, I mean, we're here showing
2: up the co-works in Syracuse, Syracuse New York with Michael Haggerty. What's good? Wait, this is two weeks in a row. Where we're talking to someone with the same last name.
0: Oh yeah, true. Oh, well, you had Rylan on yeah. last week. Oh yeah. Um, believe it or not, Rylan and I aren't related that we know of, even though the last name spelled the same way.
1: Hmm. Interesting. It's but so I feel like it's small world. Not a very. Uh, but there's nothing.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. A, but, just but a, at the same time, there's nothing strange about H- uh, Haggerty going out and doing doing cool stuff. So.
2: Yeah, that's kind of badass. Keep it like, up, Rylan. Two haggardies. Mikey, likey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, why don't you just introduce yourself and let the people know who you are, what you do, and then we'll get into your...
0: Story of such. Oh boy, here we go. The hardest question I ever receive. What do you? What Who are you? What do you do? <laughs> when I can fit it on my business card, I'm gonna have to retire. So here's the deal: uh, <laughs> I do a lot of stuff, but if you really get down to it, I'm just like a staunch uh, advocate of making Syracuse a cooler place to live and have fun in. Uh, I'm just kind of like a urban activist and wearer of many hats promoter of all all things positive in Syracuse that's what we need or that's that right.
2: <laughs> is that what you do you write that whole description
1: so if people are trying to do cool shit in Syracuse you're the go-to man
0: yeah I'm the kind of person who can connect you to the right people that you need to actually talk to to make shit happen and that's something that's been years of like Putting it in and sticking to my guns and kind of being this person who always finds a way to, you know, collaborate and be make it happen. Yeah, be like a conduit yeah. of collaboration for the citizens of the Syracuse area. So, it's oh, pretty we're sick. Glad to have you. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Happy to be here. This <clears throat> is fun. Uh Did so you say your name, Michael Haggerty? Yeah, oh. yeah, Michael John Haggerty. That's where it's at. It's in the it's in the title. <laughs> <laughs> See down below.
2: (laughs) Yo. (laughs) It's gonna be. You know what I always hate the the people who are trying to sell you something and they're like, uh, "The link is somewhere." I'm like, "You're the one who made the fucking oh, video." I like, I like when it changed, like
0: digitally changed. Like, it used to be like the link is above, and you'd be like an idiot because you say link is above, but it's actually below. And like you're like the link is down in the comment section now because I don't want to screw it up. You know, it's like hovering all the like, way. It's doing like the the DVD thing. Get one of those YouTube arrows that point in the upper left corner and be like, "It's here." <laughs> This isn't even a you know, video podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in <laughs> that case, uh, uh, kindly look at Kyle's description and uh, <laughs> the link will be in it. Um, okay. <laughs>
1: so you're your, like label, would you say like, you would say social yeah. Ag- activist?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a nice way of putting it. I mean, honestly, yeah. everyone has a different version for me, but honestly, if I'm getting weird, I'm all these things. I'm like a, I'm like a, downtown urban ranger i'm like a i'm like a experience creator it's a nice weird term for what i actually am but uh i like to make uh like crazy ass events so syracuse doesn't have anything going on it's the middle of winter everyone's kind of like whoa things are rough there's nothing to do And I invent the Syracuse Beard Council and (laughs) have like dozens of dudes sign up to strut around in front of judges and be, you know, competitively show off their styles of beard. (laughs) And we have live bands and music and hangs. And then all of a sudden we've got this wild thing, the Syracuse Beard Council. So like I look back at these little events that we hosted it turned into a gigantic events with like thousands of people showing up. And, and then after the first year, it's the second annual festival of the fantastical facial follicle, beard, brow, lash, and stash competition. So like things escalate quickly yeah. when, when you bring people to the table who want to like, you know, have some fun. And so it's, it's like my way is always like get people together and like pitch and like take it a step further. And like, put it across the finish line. So it's like, always my goal is to like lift up all the ships in the Harbor. So a lot of the things I do are like the win-win version. And like, you know, we donate to a charity. We, we, we work with like a local salon and a barbershop and they're going to like do pre-tests and make sure you got like real hair, (laughs) 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 just like anything to kind of like, you know, get people together and like foster and create community. And that's what it's all about. So when people see
2: you show up in a public space, they know yeah. you're about to fuck shit, fuck shit up. Yeah, in some <laughs> in, in a some weird way. way, yeah, in some <laughs> weird way,
0: my, my <laughs> name began to precede me a little bit in that sense because like, what do you do? And you're like, oh, um, I'll start with the top five. Uh, at any given point in time, I have 17 different projects going and I'm a maniac like that, so. Right now, uh, I own a 10-seater pedal-powered mobile pub with my dude Mike. and we be rolled by you, like, you know, screaming and singing and stuff like that. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. Uh, and I'm like, I have all these weird entrepreneurial side projects yeah. that came because <clears throat> I'm always surrounded by creatives and I have a pop-up shop that sells local artisan goods. And, you know, so as you try to explain, this is what I'm doing. They're like, what are you doing right now? So everyone's like... Becomes a book. Yeah. When everyone <laughs> begins to realize that I'm doing so many things. And that's how I stay kind of like relevant and stay as that, that weird glue amongst the creative class of the city is because they're like, you know who you need to talk to? Michael John. And then yeah. and then I get like cold calls for the weirdest shit that I don't want to with. <laughs> and I'm like, No, I can't get you a keg, but thanks for asking, Bobby. You know, like <laughs> but on the other end of the spectrum, I'm like, I get I get like someone who's You know, someplace else and you see something and they send it my way and they're like, oh, we're in the city and this dope stuff's happening. And like we think of you and I'm like, "Whoa, that's real. So that makes me feel pretty good about every all the effort and, and stuff I've been putting it in. And then it gives me this unique opportunity to also go to people who are getting it done and like help lift them up and like market them. And so something that I really bring to the table is like a kind of like a self-proclaimed marketing capability. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to get a people excited network. about stuff, yeah. Um, was um, that just self-taught or did you like go to
2: school? I went to school marketing?
0: for um, communications and graphic design. Okay. Um, and so I have a degree in, in communications media um, and but the easy version of that is like just before social media jobs were like a real thing. I have a communications media job and then I kind of just took off on my own because I had the graphic design skills to be able to promote things. Mm -hmm. So I have a really weird career arch of working for like non-for-profit arts organizations and having my own like uh, projects and like being able to, with little to no startup capital, being able to like completely launch a brand because of the world of like, instant gratification of the internet. Mm -hmm. So like everyone else is like, look at this picture of me. And I'm like, I'm thinking about starting a business where I do historical tours of the city. Who would like to go on a test tour with me? And like 40 (laughs) people show up. Yeah. And so like, and then I've got video and photo. And so I I appreciate, you know, that side of things way more than I do. Like uh, I really understand what it takes. It's like a small army. I might be the person that's like recognized, but I always have someone who I'm bringing along with me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I've got like the person who's helping out, you know, and so I tend to attract creatives because of all the things that I'm trying to like accomplish. And there's no better people to to roll ideas back and forth on, you know, so Creative, yeah, that's how it goes. And you can't just do it by yourself. Trust. If you need everyone's help. That's my advice. I watched some other uh, videos and there was like, what's good advice or what would you say to people? Like rule number one. You ain't you ain't going at it alone. Mm-hmm. You better you better find people that are have similar interests, or find people that are very driven that can like push push you even. Mm-hmm. How long have you been in the game in doing this kind of work? I've been in the game since <laughs> we're in wearing Sassoon. <laughs> um, so, like, I don't know. Honestly, to be honest <laughs> with you, like, uh, to be honest <laughs> with you, I look back at it and I moved to Syracuse like over a decade ago, and I basically hit the ground running. My cousin. Um, got married and um, I I'm like going into like Fairmount and getting like a tuxedo at the tuxedo junction and I'm shaking hands with like all these strangers and like oh who's what's your name oh I'm Ty you know my cousin Eric's marrying your cousin Mary Lou I'm like sweet what do you do like promote artists and stuff and I'm like what me too <laughs> like <laughs> do we just become best friends and like, like that's basically how it went down and like I mean, and so there's like a collective of uh people in solving a couple artists like kind of like doing things and coming up, and we instantly like hit it off and you know next thing you know I've got like lifelong friends, but I also just like stepped on into like being this pro Syracuse person for years and I wouldn't let anyone shit on Syracuse and like all the naysayers like in some weird way fed me a little bit Mm -hmm. and as the old guard as I like to refer to them as began to like clamp down um, on Syracuse it gave me like all the fodder I needed to go out and do like wild things and thanks to the fact that everyone wanted the same thing, it was pretty easy to accomplish some of these things. And, you know, from underground art shows back in the day to like, you know, to like fast forward to like full on, you know, pop-ups and events all over the city and like things like that. So, you know, it's been a weird road, but it's so worth it because, and I can be long-winded, but to answer your question, (laughs) I've been in the game for like a decade (laughs) and that's how that's that's how I I know I just kind of like I love doing it and I'm not going anywhere so there it is how old are you right now Mm. I am 36 years old can you even believe it (laughs) I I know this is not a video thing but you know Check, check no, it I'll out. No, I'll be on no. YouTube. <laughs> well, in that case, just kidding. Um, I uh, actually check bu- his age in the description. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, January 5th, 1982. What's up? Um, so, yeah, so, you know, truth of the matter is actually I'm 37 now that I think about it. 37 years old. See, it's been Damn. so long. You just gained a, na- a whole year yeah. just yeah. sitting here. I mean, now that I've uh, subscribed to the uh, Bindalism lifestyle, I'm much wiser. So, true. That's the first statement. What this is about? <laughs> so, like, drinking straight wisdom. Boom. <laughs> Be on the lookout. Wait. So the matcha. So, where so, are you originally from? Mm. So, my father um, grew up in a Oswego area. Okay. And so, in essence, um, I was I was you know born in uh, Camillus, New York, and uh, and so or, well, fa- or Fairmount or whatever. But I, I no. So when I was very young. I moved away and I lived oh, okay. in Boston most of my oh, life. Okay. I went to school at Fitchburg. Um, and so I moved away and, uh, but I spent a lot of time coming back to Syracuse cause family was here. My mother's the oldest of seven. They all grew up in Camillus and went to Bishop Ludden. And uh, so like family was here. So it was like coming back, pilgriming, pilgriming back and like checking out like, you know, family. So, and then the youngest of seven, my aunt Cindy, um, um, met an Irish man in DC, started a life and decided to come home and his goal was to open up a restaurant. So in like the early summer of 1999, uh, my aunt and uncle uh, purchased and co-owned Kitty Hoynes.
2: Oh shit. And so okay. we
0: opened up Kitty Hoynes and for years, like my cousins and myself and family worked Hoynes and, uh, that's kind of became my like networking hub for a while. Whenever I had a gig that didn't work out or I was onto the the next thing, Hoynes was always something that I was like coming back to. I would serve there and do a lot of outside events and catered events. So I was really like, you know, came up under the hospitality school of David Hoynes. So, what's Kitty Hoynes? Uh, Kitty Hoynes is an Irish pub in Armory Square. Um, It's uh, pretty well known as like the, probably one of the most popular Irish pubs around. Um, And once a year, um, they host a special uh, event called St. Baldrick's Day and shave hundreds of heads. Um, The money goes directly to gauss Children's Hospital and uh, for childhood forms of cancer. And so as a small pub in upstate New York, in Syracuse, New York, they started doing this um, like 10 years, 10, 11 years ago, and they've grown and grown and grown to the point where the original people who started the foundation are the number one funders, and the number two in the world is Kitty Hoynes, a little pub Shit. in upstate New York. So, local people, Damn. local heads, local volunteers, shaven heads—it's unbelievable. It's one of the—it's one of like the coolest stories of of Syracuse, and it shows that there's like a community of people who are willing to yeah. give and do that. And I truly believe this area has more of that than anywhere. We have a
1: lot
2: of potential.
0: Trust. It's insane. Like,
2: just in the last year, the connections Kyle and I have made in such a short amount of time, and I feel like we haven't even, like, scratched the surface of the shit going on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, to be perfectly honest with you, there's a, a lot going on that isn't on the big websites right now. You know what I mean? And there's this void that exists that was, like, created by... I don't know, people who thought that they could control it or something, or know better, I yeah. guess you could say. And that's where I live, in that, mm-hmm. po- in that yeah. void, you know what I mean? Like, like the people of Syracuse have a lot to offer, and uh, I believe that there's enough, you know, creativity and talent as a bank in this area to last a lifetime, but it takes the right kind of, like, you know, chorusment to get them to come out of the woodwork and mm-hmm when it happens yeah. and pretty magical stuff happens. There's some people who've been doing stuff for years that like deserve some nice credit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we're lucky that we're able to have all these festivals and stuff, but we're more lucky that there's people that are willing to step up and create something that's like uniquely Syracuse that we can all get behind. So who do you think is keeping us down? Not a lot or
1: what is not allowing us to. Yeah.
0: Well, unfortunately forward? there's a lot of uh, politics and, finances behind things at the end of the day. So you can have this crazy idea, but you need to be able to like, take it across the finish line. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you can Execution. be, you can be like, Oh, I want to paint murals all over the city. It ain't that easy. It's, it will never be that easy. And if, and when it is, that means that we won't want to do it anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, you, there's a lot of different factors, but for a period of time, the number one factor, if you strip all that away, there's ways to get past these other hurdles. You can work with people, you can collaborate, you can find clever ways to fundraise, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think the number one thing is just people trashing the area or trash talking the area. So like if you're not spreading the good word, right, or if you wait till someone trashes it and then and then you get upset, you know what I mean? But you're mm-hmm. not talking anything Otherwise, then you lose the kind of like, you know, momentum that you need to be able to create cooler things, be able to, you know, create things. I'm not talking about going to Austin, Texas and being like, whoa, this is so cool. We're not cool. We should steal an idea from here. Bring it back to Syracuse and slap Syracuse's name on the end of it. And that mentality is like bread. By like naysaying, so like mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, there's nothing to do here. So they go out to other places on vacation or whatever. They see cool things. They come back and they just like straight rip off and I They idea. just try to copy and paste yeah. it. Here. And mm-hmm. so there's nothing cool about that. There's nothing uniquely Syracuse about that. So many times you're going to see stuff like that lose, and you're not going to see it like you know progress. Right. So in order for us to progress, we need to have, we need to encourage the kind of people that are like super creative and cool around here and be like, you know, that's a cool idea. We should help that person. We should, we should maybe slow down and press time out and go help this person. You know what I mean? So make it more like homegrown. Yeah. Trust. Yeah. Um, whenever something happens that's like homegrown in Syracuse, it can grow into something like magical. You like that know that? barbecue. Yeah. Trust. It's unbelievable to yeah. think about that, right? Like a bunch of Yanks went, went in it, went in the uh, best uh, you know, barbecue award. Yeah, and now they're, they've got locations all over the place. And, now. <laughs> and John, the original owner, has come full circle and purchased back dinosaur barbecue in Syracuse, New York. So now it's like his, so it's like, that's huge. And things yeah. like that, that's a homegrown thing. They stuck to their guns. They were a biker bar, they made barbecue, they didn't sugarcoat anything, and they just like, here they go. Years later, they're like an empire. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like you got to stick your feet in, work hard and roll it out in Syracuse, New York. Because if you drop it like an atom bomb and be like, look at us, we're the newest thing. You're going to be the new kid on the block for a few months and then you're going to go like that. Mm-hmm. And make no mistake, it's like a natural flow of things, you yeah. know. And so, I don't know, like you got to respect the process and understand that we're in a tough ass market. So if, yeah. you can, if you can do some stuff here, if you can like succeed and putting out events or opening up a small business and doing it and people get behind it. There's no better place, you know, pride wise, people stand behind their, their local more than any, any other place, you know? True. You know, what makes the market so hard? Cause the naysaying people don't sugarcoat it. It's like, it would be like going to like a marketing, we have a new product. We're going to bring it to Syracuse, New York and see what they think. And like, it's yes or no questions. And they'd be like, uh-uh, like, see, this sucks. Yeah, Don't ever come here again. Exactly. Like they'll they'll tell the truth, right? To the point where they're like, you know, oh, I didn't realize you distilled liquor. Maybe you should get into the game. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so so mm-hmm. like in the end, you couldn't ask for better feedback if you're trying to test something out. So the yeah, irony. Everyone uh, here's blunt. <laughs> right. The irony, it's a good thing, right? But the other end of it is when you're surrounded by that all the time, it can kind of like weigh you down a little bit. Yeah, It can kind of like make you think things that you don't want to think about or make you worry about stuff. And if you're one of like the the advocates like myself that's out there constantly pushing and promoting and making sure that people do appreciate what's around them and maybe take advantage of what's nearby more you get, you like fight for it. Yeah. It's an uphill battle all the time. You know what I mean? And so when like people get on board and start to help out a little bit too, it's a cool thing, more collaborations, more excitement, more events, more everything, right? That's what we all want. Mm-hmm. And so it just has to, has to come, it has to come organically. It has to be grown grassroots or else you've got some sort of back-end organization or deal you know, wizard of adding, housing it and they could take it away from you at any minute, you know? Yeah. And so if you're gonna if you're gonna build something and make it make it happen, you gotta you gotta get the right people at the table, you know?
1: And do it yourself. Yeah. Of. Absolutely. Yeah. Question. Do you have any like um ties to the higher ups? Do you have any like um influence in the higher ups in terms of like You have to say a certain thing or like you have to act a certain way are you like pretty independent?
0: I've uh, always tried to be um, very apolitical and independent in that aspect but because I've been doing what I've been doing for 10 years um, my recognition is high so I have good relationships with Everyone from city government to local businesses and to local people who are trying to make things happen in organizations. So being a people person is a good thing. That's a skill that I have thanks to my communications studies and such. And so... That's as far as I'll go with that one, because, <laughs> because waste, yeah, yeah, waste yeah. Waste yeah. The no, Because <laughs> truth be truth be told, truth be told, I get a lot of uh, I get a lot of slack for not being more involved in politics because I've I've said from day one politics is not my thing. Um, I can, I I vote, but I'm not getting into arguments with you because you're at home reading the newspaper and I'm hitting the streets trying to help people do things. Right. So I have a very uh, um, strong like view of like, wow, you guys are really upset about that, that particular issue, that, that one issue right? <laughs> that's on the platform of the person who's running for something. And like, I've never seen people be so passionate in area about something. And then I think to myself, like, what are you doing? If you're that intelligent and that, know driven and that passionate why aren't you running
2: great yeah i'm
0: always confused by that (laughs) it's like why are you telling me to do something i don't want to do
2: when you're the one complaining i'm not
0: sure (laughs) so i kiss as many babies and shake as many hands (laughs) i guess you could say as a politician (laughs) would but i'm no politician because i'm not the person who makes promises that they can't keep i'm trying to uh help everyone you know do things uniquely syracuse so it's like let's not pitch things to get people excited about it to not have it follow right. through let's <laughs> let's find out ways to roll it out and make it a reality so your idea is like have a lot of hands in the pot because you
1: know if we're working together then we can make something really great happen absolutely as opposed to trying to
0: pigeonhole people or like
1: push out certain
0: groups yeah no silos needed here you know what yeah. i mean as easy as it is to fall into those kinds of things you know what i mean we don't we don't The more that that happens and the more complacency that happens when it comes to this, the easier it is for people to naysay again. And thus the vicious cycle starts up again. So if you bring positivity to the table and like you don't let someone like knock it down and be like, oh, I heard it's going to rain on Thursday. Your event's screwed. And I'm like, I'll still be at the event and I'm going to probably keep rain out of my mind. And then here comes Thursday and it's sunny yeah like it's mm. the luck of the draw right? right but you have to like stick to it like if we were worried about weather in syracuse new york we'd be we, we screwed we, we'd be we like would be never do anything yeah. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, like- <laughs> indoors all the time you know what i mean so so like there's only two seasons here winter and construction yeah right? <laughs> so like which one do you want to be a part
1: of you know what i mean okay so you've been doing so this cool. for like 10 years or so yeah mm-hmm. um when you first started going into this journey Did you have an idea of what this all would lead up to the person that you are today? Did you initially want to be that person or is this something that was organic? And then how did that play out? Yo, Barbara Walters. That's a good question.
0: (laughs) So like, that's actually all right. So, so ready for this Kyle, I guess you, you you nailed it with that question. Cause here's the thing. I don't think anyone knows what's happening 10 years from now. I don't think like, like, you know, (laughs) like, you know, I argue about, the biggest things that we are worried about right now is what's going to happen to 81. And I'm like, if you know someone that can tell me what the city of Syracuse is going to look like in 30 years, Mm. they're going to be my best friend. I'm never going to leave their side because obviously they're clairvoyant and I need to hang out with them. Yeah. Right. Because you just don't know. Right. There's a lot of moving pieces all the time. And there's, there's people that are transient like the universities bring people here they got clever ideas they might not stay at su for all four years they might come and visit they might leave etc but some of that is that's the us that's the u that's every city in the yeah. us like the people who are the movers and the shakers of the area are usually not from the area they kind of like are there in a temporary status and they're very passionate. They've been to other cities and learn from them. They take what they've learned and like drop it on a place that has so much potential and, and things start to churn. Right. So like, that's what it's about to me. It's about like, you know, encouraging any of that type of behavior. And like, if people are like, Oh man, you know, you can't get anything done around here. Like, you're right. You can't get anything done around here. Get the hell out of here. We don't need people like that. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like time to, time to get people who are actually like headstrong and want to like progress and do things. You know, you can't say we're a progressive city without having people that are blatantly progressive in your city. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, so that's the kind of thing that, that, you know, leads to that anyway. So, so I mean, throughout your, um, um,
1: Ten years that you've been doing this yeah. I'm sure you've had a lot of ups and downs uh what was some of the things that kept you motivated to keep going and you could talk about yeah some ups and downs yeah so
0: like rust belt chic cities like Syracuse coined that phrase all right uh yeah. it's gonna <laughs> it, it's like it's like the years and years of like bad news like oh hey this big organization's going to close down and leave and we're going to be without jobs and this and that. So my inspirations come from like three major things and they're kind of all equal to each other I'd say. Like one that there is such a good like like bones of this city. It's like built on history. It was the centerpiece of the Erie Canal. So many things were invented here. So many like cool things happened at the turn of the century. It's got amazing architecture and different things. And some of the first ever inventions and things that we use to this day, like happened around the corner. They yeah. really like, patented a mile from where we're sitting. You know what I mean? And so that's bonkers that it's not like. Anandag historical association does a wonderful job of getting it out there but like every school book and every billboard on 690 needs to be like, bet you Talking didn't know this that. happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, honestly, truth, truth be told, there's there's a like a fertile ground all around Syracuse where like in, in, in actual innovation occurs. It's, it's just happened over history continuously. And history repeats itself without a doubt, Andy. And so like a full circle can happen. And here we are almost a century later at like the turn of when all this stuff happened and all of a sudden for the first time ever Syracuse seems to be on an uptick and more things are happening that's not irony that is like the way the world is inevitable things repeat (laughs) itself and like things start to like ruminate and like that's how it happens right so a that b if you were to go around and ask people what's the thing that you would do in Syracuse like Like do yourself a favor and go down the street and ask 10 strangers. If someone wasn't from Syracuse, had never heard of it, didn't know about the orange men or destiny, dino or dome. Right. Yeah. What would they do? And you would be like, and answer it and watch them as they squirm and give you like a weird answer or watch 10 different answers come to the table. So like all I've been doing, which I didn't know, 10 years ago when I'm looking ahead is thinking about how we could make something that everyone would go like and point to and be like, that's what we do. Nobody has this. Check it out. And you don't think that's like a dinosaur barbecue? Um, Well, well, those are things to have pride in. But when you step away from that, what else do we have? Like the university is up there and that's like a sports based thing. That's great. Right. The geographical draw for, SU was ridiculous it's half the mm-hmm. state right but like points of pride but I'm talking like tourism like why, why would uh, someone come to Syracuse so like, other than that so so yeah you're gonna of course go check out Dinosaur go check out this go check out that right go go check out a man Kyle you know doing kit flips you know what I mean like you don't like you gotta like figure out like a way to like you know to get people to Like sign on. Right. And so I, we need like a Disney world. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Where could we have like this awesome place? Everyone's like agreed. Right. And so, and so we don't necessarily have that. So we fall prey to, well, it's really cold here. So I guess destiny USA or like, you know, or, you know what I mean? So like, Mm -hmm. I don't want it to be like a, like a secondary thing or the tertiary thought. I want everyone to be like, top five and like, no, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then when that happens, we're all in agreement. We're all on the same page. And like, that's how you lift it up. You know what I mean? So one, the, the structure, the bones, the history Two, the actual like people of the area that are like doing it. So when you see someone who's like doing something crazy, you're, you gotta be like, like, Hey everyone, look at this for a second. Right. You know what I mean? Because it really does help. You know get more eyes on it and get more people thinking about like oh wow this is really cool you know you'd be surprised like the, the the difference in in generations can be vast here but everyone can agree on one thing like oh that's a clever that's a clever thing that's happening we should probably get behind that you know what i mean and then finally i think probably the most important thing is that there's so much like creative talent around here so i constantly am saying creative class and artisans and musicians and stuff that we just have like this absurd bank of talent. So it's not weird that like all of a sudden there's all these people like, Oh, that kid was on the voice and this person is on this and whatever. It it used to be like, there wasn't such a thing as that. Like ten years ago, we were like, yeah, I mean, like uh, my friend Bobby plays the piano, but like, you know, what I mean, right. like now we're like, oh, uh, yeah, there's a 18 year old kid from Baldwinsville who's like, you know, going to like the Oscars and whatever. Like, this is just crazy that that it's actually like blossomed in that sense. So I believe that that like the talent is here, and we need to just do a better job of like really kind of exploiting and and showing off that talent. Instead of like begging, like, you know, big acts to come to come, to, come, us. exactly. You know what I mean, yeah. like, no, motherfucker, you open for us, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. What I mean, yeah. like, so that
1: you know, so being that you are in background marketing and mm-hmm. whatnot, um, have you seen changes with social media being prevalent now in yeah. terms of like how that has, um, given Syracuse an opportunity or hardship? Yeah, I um.
0: That, I think I think it, it's a double-edged sword, but when harnessed correctly, it's the most powerful tool we have because without paying or subscribing or, you know, any of these things, you can learn about events that are happening around town for free if you like sign up and log on to the app, mm-hmm. right? And so, like I said, double-edged sword, not everyone can walk around with a smartphone that has access to Facebook all the time, right? But on the other end of the spectrum, there's more um, opportunity and services thanks to, like, public libraries getting grants and all kinds of things, more computers, more access than ever before. So, like, if you're interested and want to get involved in the digital side of things is, like, a wonderful way, way to, like, spread your word. But if you can't, you still have to hit the streets and get people involved. So I believe in the power of spectacle over social media because social media, every single one of us is technically a journalist now because (laughs) like the drone crashed directly in front of me and you're not going to be on the scene and I'm taking the video and uploading it. Right. So like News channel nine is calling you looking for your footage. You know what I'm saying? So like, I believe that in that weird way, that like in some capacity journalism is a dying breed because like the real writers and the real voices are kind of like fading a little bit
2: no everyone's got equal
1: opportunity
0: right it's it's interesting to
2: me too because by having in the past having like a select amount of people actually writing mm-hmm. you're you're the amount of information is limited. So you're only listening to a few things and now like everyone thinks that what they say is the shit. Right. So like now you're like, I don't even know what to you know, read into
0: anymore. <laughs> the uh the fake news. E- right. The <laughs> error of error of cliff notes. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like and has has like given birth to the era of like look up a quote by anyone that you find on the internet. You don't know about that person. You didn't read anything that they did. You have no idea what they accomplished in their life. But their words sound nice and they make for a great caption. underneath my photo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like in some credit given. Right. And so in some (laughs) weird capacity, it's important to understand that like credit where credit is due is a real thing. But only if you're always doing it all the time right (laughs) like everyone can accidentally like forget to you know like take a take a picture of like a building downtown or take a picture of something oh look at that dope graffiti art snap put it in a thing boom look at me and then and then people are like yo my friend my friend bob made that where's the tag at you know what i mean like that's the world we live in it's instant Mm -hmm. gratification so like when it comes to marketing things I leverage social media like it's my job. Um, That's what I do. I'm able to groundswell via social media and get people excited about things. But I can't do that if I'm like hiding behind the computer all the time. So I show up and I show face and I support. That way I'm not just some character who's like trying to like weasel people or con people into things. You 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 use it as a tool and not as like a conduit.
2: (laughs) Yeah, without a doubt.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely uh, the a tool of the trade. And if I'm gonna, you know, crowdfund something, you better believe I'm I'm walking right up to Andy and putting a piece of paper in his hand, not not really, just sending him a link tangible. every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trying to like, you know, you gotta like you gotta get past that personal thing and it's only social if you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So and that's edge up on your part too, because 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 we have social media mm-hmm. uh people can be at home
1: and just like message people, yeah and trust just like and uh comment whatever from the safety of their home and right I have to go out and experience these experiences
0: trust and i I think that the only reason why i'm I, I'm able to utilize it the right way is because I never treated it that way. I only treated it as like, wouldn't it be cool if and so someone mentioned this to me recently, but if you like, I was a very early adopter to social media, like literally like, yeah, you were, like in that early yeah. stage. So I remember it being a different, like a completely different world back then. And so the coolest thing that ever happened to me is my Facebook began to become an actual like, uh, you know, timeline, you know, no pun intended, uh, <laughs> of, of like, you know, a document documented thing that's saying like, oh look at this idea that I'm like pitching and then fast forward a little bit and look at this idea of becoming a reality. So mm-hmm. someone goes like, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I've never seen anyone like throw it out on social media to, to show it to people and I get a good response and then here, I, I, am. here I am doing it. Right. And so like mm-hmm. it's user generated positivity that I'm just like, Pushing over the line by being a little more creative with, with like the ideas and such. So like, Oh, wouldn't it be cool if we had like an installation like that or add more public art. And I, so I dive into it, you know? Yeah. And then it's more reputation for you
1: because it's showing that you can actually get shit done. Yeah.
0: And that's kind of like what it's become like, but I, I have a a pretty tight crew of people who I would call for very certain projects. I would make sure that I call this person or go after that person and stuff like that, you know, because. I just as much as as I'd like to see it happen, um you can't just like take on everything and try to like be this like you know Willy Wonka. Right. You know what yeah, I mean, yeah. like you know, you have to understand that if you want these things, there are definitely people that want the same things as you, and like who could probably do it better. Find them. Yeah, and find them. Yeah trust, yeah, trust, trust, <laughs> find them. Reach out
2: to them. Absolutely, dude. Because like then you're just. You're, you know, you're involving more people within that community uh, within Syracuse who are going to benefit from that as well. Why, like, why take all of that credit when, like,
0: trust? There's so many
2: people, who dude. You take that. the thirty,
0: take the thirty people that you've interviewed. For yeah, oh, yeah. Finalism. Sit them at a round table. Don't ask questions about interviews. Ask questions about what you think we're missing. In Syracuse and sit back and watch while, like, all hell breaks loose, okay? <laughs> yeah. And then understand that there's going to be either a better idea or, like, an idea that many of us are like, ooh, <laughs> Ryland, nice one, right? Mm-hmm. And we'll go, like, and I say, I say honestly, like, take a, take a second out of your life, get off social, get off everything for a second and, like, hack it out and, like, and be like, we're all going to help you with that. Mm. okay next right Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and go around the table and like sit back and watch you know what i mean like it'd be like it'd be absurd how well that would work but it also like between between all of us all the resources all the smarts all the you know engineering at the table can't fake that if we all sat down together it'd be it'd be
1: crazy what do you think is missing in syracuse
0: that and I'd like to invite you all to come and sit down with yeah, these fellows. <laughs> the yeah. round so table. Like, yeah, I mean, like honestly, <laughs> honestly, it's that it's uh as much as as much as people love to, you know, say we've got some cool stuff going. I think a lot of people don't understand what it takes to put on um, things to really take a small business and turn it into a big deal or to you know work as a grassroots organization and feed the homeless to, you know, there's lots of things that could happen here. There's lots of needs, but there also are a ton of people on parallels and there's Mm -hmm. hardly anyone that's trying to cross streams. Right. And so I look at that all day long. That's like how I work. It's how my brain works. So all I think about is how interesting it would be to be like oh that's weird that there's a organization over there that needs um like old clothing and there's a person over here who sells and goes through old clothing like it's going out of style and can't sell some of it and they have to you know donate it back and like just simple things that could like game changer we've got a guy who goes and takes sandwiches and puts them in bags and go on underneath the train trusses on a saturday and gives away Food to the Homeless. This is an organization that's not from here. We rise above. Exactly. Um, and Muhammad, he comes up here. He instantly catalyzes this thing, does it. So, like, big shout out to someone who steps up and does it, right? You got people volunteering. You got all the right thing. But the way I look at it is, congratulations, you're doing a good thing. Why don't the four organizations in this city that are trying to give feed the homeless take Saturday afternoons off their schedule, that's 52 days of a year that they wouldn't have to do it. And that's a bajillion dollars that everyone would save. (laughs) What are you going to do with all that bajillion dollars? You know what I mean? And so if you just step back for a second and realize, yeah, there's tons of people trying to do cool shit in Syracuse and try to make it happen, but there's not a lot of people who are trying to take a step back and understand that maybe if we worked a little bit more diligently on this, we could like, you know, make this happen. And maybe if we got together a little better and collaborated a little better, instead of trying to always singularly promote our own platforms, we could be in a beautiful place.
2: You, you make a, a, what you just, the point you just made is something that um, Seth Dollar said is that like, we asked him about just when it pertained to like the rap and hip hop um, scene in Syracuse. And he said that, it feels like everyone's trying to be the guy that puts Syracuse on the map instead of everyone trying to like, trust, you know, rise I, uh, together like that. And so I could not resonate more with what you just said. Dude, like this being, is so accurate. There's
0: there's some hip hop artists that I've met over the years in my in my weird subgenre that that I, <laughs> that I pioneered, but But just to be clear, I met some dudes back in the day, like Curtis and Tall Bucks and and like World Be Free. And these are like dudes who literally can rap better than the guys that are on the radio. And they're from right next door and their production level is pretty substantial. And it's like incredible to be around them. And then they all have the same similar camaraderie, but their mentality is I'm going to be the one who breaks it put Syracuse on the map like mm-hmm. so, you, you know what I mean yeah well I mean but that's <laughs> that's an MC I mean that's like what they're supposed to do so it's like kind of like a built-in thing but I truly believe that like there is a good camaraderie in the scene but without like you know what I mean like oh like isn't it crazy that like Post Malone came up around here quietly and went off and mm-hmm. did his thing and then he and then everyone was like from syracuse like is astounded unless you like knew him personally Mm -hmm. right so is it is it so strange that everyone's doing that because it creates a level of competition which is a good healthy thing but you also need to like
2: to help each other out yeah Yeah. to it's like to an extent
0: like that's okay i think
2: everyone's valid to like want to focus on their thing yeah because like trust it's your own thing but (laughs) like at what point do you make that realization like hey, maybe we should be like helping so-and-so.
0: Trust. I think that you don't ever want to be in a position where everyone's saying that everyone's working their hardest and you want to like never be worried or fearful that when like Kyle gets it, that he like ditches us. You know what I'm saying? That like Kyle hits it. Kyle's going to be the first person to turn around and be like, guess what, Andy, you're opening for me. You know what I mean? Like, and you've got that opportunity. You always do. You can Mm -hmm. always like pay back and bring it back. And like, you know what I mean? Like actually pay homage and do it right. So we have a lot of people who have done some cool stuff and we have a lot of, uh, you know, famous folks who came through SU. We've got like interesting things that can happen and they, donate to Syracuse university and get their name on a building or they come to downtown Syracuse and don't donate a million dollars to fix infrastructure. So we've got kind of a weird battle that we've always been playing for the past mm-hmm. 20 years, give or take. And we're just lucky that there are people that are beginning to like swell and come up because when a community member comes and teaches full on funded organizations how to do it you don't have a problem you have a legitimate across the board situation (laughs) where where it's time to maybe think a little harder about how we can progress together and less about how we can get the next dollar for the next day because if you work smarter and not harder you can accomplish some pretty crazy things so is that what you're trying to do is piece the puzzle together? Yeah, I think I'm always thinking I'm thinking about that. I mean, mind you, if I, if I come up with some idea tomorrow and it's the billion dollar idea, I'm going to turn around and privately fund more commissioned art and more things than I know what to do with. I'll probably be poor within a 48 hour period <laughs> because I'll spend it all in the, the excitement of trying to like help and lift others up. Right. But that's what I'm always thinking about. But like, It makes perfect sense that we've fallen prey to this more than once because that same thing we were talking about earlier in the podcast, that weird, like, dark cloud of nacing kind of like taught people to be this way, almost like trained an entire generation to like speak and behave, be like, I'm gonna get out of Syracuse and I'm gonna do it. You know what I mean? Like, and so, yeah, so like, in some weird way, it also, uh, the wake of that causes people to be like, I'm sick of hearing people say that. Time for us to do something about it. And then, like, look what happens. We've got, like, we've got the newest bike share program in the entire country. We've got the newest 3.0 bikes in, in our tiny little city. You know what I mean? Like, we've got organizations that are that are coming up that, that are completely homegrown grassroots things that... Nobody else can lay claim to that other cities are literally going to have to study, you know, and understand. Because if you can, like I always say, like you can do it in Syracuse, guess what? It could be like obnoxiously successful in other cities, right? Because mm-hmm. people will get behind it because it's seen, it's been tested and tried, and like, you know, so like give mm-hmm. credit to anyone who's out there, you know, exploring their truths and trying to make shit happen. Because if they can. Even slightly succeed in Syracuse, then like other upstate cities, you know other other states are going to like scratch their heads and go like, "Wow, that's happening in upstate New York. We need to get on board." You know, right? And I feel like oh, yeah, from people country. outside of New York,
2: outside of New York City, but just like anyone who thinks about the state of New York, yeah, no one thinks like, "Oh, anything cool is happening in Syracuse or right. Rochester, Buffalo." Definitely not Albany. <laughs> yeah, right. It's always shadowed by New York City.
0: Sure. Yeah. And and truth be told, a lot of, I mean, whatever, you can't have downstate without upstate. It's the way it works. Yeah. It, there's some connections that exist that, that maybe not everyone knows about, but like without them, forget it, right? And so we've got everything we need within an hour distance of where we are, and That's there's true. nobody else in the country that can like draw a circle and be like you have everything but like dunes in your your hundred mile radius. You know what I mean? Like, and so we have so much potential, but but that's just like a way of saying like, we haven't done it yet. Right. Right. So like time (laughs) to like stop thinking about that being forward thinking and having vision is something that, that I try to try to do, but you can't try to do it. You, you just accidentally have vision. Because mm-hmm. you're thinking about things out there. What, what could it be like? What should it be like, right? Not what will it be like if we don't like get off our asses right now, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so you're saying you are visionary with your thinking? Um, I've been told that, that that's something that I possess. So mm-hmm. I okay. think about the future a lot. But then you also act on that, right? Well, I, I work towards the goal of the future, not so. just
2: constantly saying, "Oh, this could happen, this could happen," but like never actually
0: acting. Yeah, there's on no anything. sense. There's no sense in walking around and and saying, "Imagine a, a plethora of whatever." You know what I mean? Yeah. Because people will get excited real quick, and they'll lose interest when things aren't moving at like a breakneck pace in the world of instant gratification that we're always point yeah you know what i mean like and so then you like want so terribly for those things to happen i think we're all in a very similar agreeance of like wouldn't it be cool if <laughs> right <laughs> we had like sea doos on lake on a dog i mean like like we have to get to that point and there's a lot of things that have happened over the years and a lot of like ups and downs that have like brought us to the modern reality and that is there's still plenty of things to be taken care of from potholes to homeless to, you know, like, gr- like green infrastructure and recycling. Now, we've made leaps and bounds, but still hell of a lot of work to be done. Yeah. So you're saying focus more on the
1: foundational stuff so that we can have more room I think more um, yeah leverage to build off
2: of that. well yeah. you can't you can't without build a, a house on a shitty foundation so
0: without without the <laughs> low, taking care of the low-hanging fruit as you as we're putting it basically you can't really it doesn't matter how how high up you go or how cool your current project is if you're not part of other projects and things are rolling and momentum is happening then you're kind of like feeding the same thing you've been feeding so it's like Why don't we take a step back and stop feed and see more and give it, give it to somebody else. You know what I mean? Like it's time to like, think about, you know, lift some people up that just don't, maybe don't have the opportunity maybe don't get social media, but mind, mind you, they've got a better idea than any of you. You know what I mean? Like, so it's more like hitting the streets, shaking hands, learning people. And exploiting all the actual culture and arts that we have in this area, because that's what that's what Syracuse has going for itself. Make no mistake, there's more of that to offer around here than there is anywhere else. Could you offer us some practical ideas as far as how you could achieve that vision? Um, well, the first things first. You know, you gotta go and meet people. So, like, showing up is important. So we used to be in a world of like meetup group and like people who like pierogies are going to meet on Wednesdays. (laughs) Like, I mean, like I like pierogies. I'm going to go meet those people. Right. So like that world is kind of over with. It's time to like get a little deeper. Mm. So like, you know, like you like the idea of people volunteering. You feel bad that you don't volunteer, but you'll give some money or donate or whatever. Right. Like get off your ass and participate right so like step one like oh that's really cool that someone's giving away sandwiches to people on saturdays i'll go down there and spend an hour and do it do it right so like don't cut a check don't donate don't go to the gala throw all that away show up so like step one show up Right. Uh, step two, I'd say, once you show up, you're going to meet like-minded people. You're going to meet some people. You're going to be like, be like, oh, this is cool. Like, you know what I mean? And like, you're not forced to do it every Saturday you go when you can go, you know, but you put a little time in and it opens the world up a little bit and you see things a little differently and you meet people. And when you meet people, you connect. So once you connect with people, like connect with people and go meet someone at the coffee shop and think of your idea be like, Oh, you know what I noticed? Like everyone was standing around giving away sandwiches, but like nobody had shoes on. We should start getting shoes to give to people. Boom. Right. So now you've, you've helped the initial idea. You've got something going and it's super cool. Right. And like, and then step three, like, so like show up, connect to people. And then finally, like, don't like put your vision on it, put your, plant your feet down, stick to your guns. Like, don't let people naysay you out of it or don't let people go like, oh, yeah, I saw something like that in, in Dallas, Texas. You stole that idea. You know what I mean? Like, let's get real. Uh, We're in the modern era where, like, you know, brand new Shark Tank ideas aren't happening every day of the week here. Right. Mm-hmm. It's time to, like, understand that, like I said, history repeats itself again, that an applied actual version could happen in Syracuse. And if it's not happening here, then yeah, that's a damn good idea because we don't have that. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. <laughs> and maybe, maybe we do need, need something new to, to wake some people up. You know what I mean? Downstairs in this building used to be a vintage clothing store, pretty cool spot. A couple pop-ups happened and now it's going to be a c- cafe that's completely volunteer driven that all the money goes to charity. That is bonkers,
2: right? Hope Cafe,
0: right? I saw the thing on the side of the thing. There's already one that exists in Liverpool. This is like going to be the second one. That's crazy. We have a cafe on almost every corner in downtown now, thanks to homegrown people coming up, right? Local businesses making coffee shops. We've got something new coming that could be pretty amazing. That's wild, right? And so That's the kind of stuff that only can happen if people are legitimately trying their best to like like fix a problem and like wrap their heads around it and go after it and attack it and be driven, right? So do your own thing, be driven about it, but like get the right people on board, you know, surround yourself with people that are smarter than you and like make it happen.
1: So we're talking um, about Syracuse from this perspective as Mm -hmm. if Syracuse hasn't made it yet.
0: Trust. Everyone, <laughs> so, everyone loves the root for an underdog. Hmm. I a,
1: feel like we always are. But <laughs> so who's to say we haven't already made it yet? And
0: on the other side of the coin, what would be the ideal of Syracuse? Right. So it it you, early in the conversation, you're the one who lit up and said we've got a lot of potential, right? So I think we're all in agreement that we haven't made it, hmm. right? I think that potential success waiting to happen. Right. And so I think that we're all in some capacity understanding that there is still a ton of things that could happen to help us like have a better actual like pitch. Right. So tourism based, like if you come back to tourism and think about it as like an economic engine, like we didn't have tourism 10 years ago, like just didn't exist we have a we have an organization who's charged with promoting Syracuse, right? And they were great cheerleaders, but what are they promoting, right? Like yeah, they weren't tapping into this community. And so <laughs> they had to be taught to like look around and find people in the community and try to like bring them in as partners and help like understand that you can do a lot more if you like, you know, reach out to that, right? That's that void that I live in. I was talking about, like, yeah. like they created it, and like I was like, "There's a complete like void it's that a, you've created." Com- yeah, it's like a disconnect. And so they went after big fish. So it's like they
1: created and then just moved on.
0: Yes, and so and so you go after the big fish all the time, or you like try to bring in the big conference, and you don't lift up all the small pieces like consistently, and then here comes the big conference and you want all the small businesses to get on board and be a part of the pitch, right? That you may or may not get. And if you don't get it, like, you know. That's not happening, you know nothing, I mean? nothing like, happens. So like, yeah. buy, buy into my business idea, Kyle. I can't make any, any promises that you're gonna get your investment return, but you should buy into my business, right? And, uh, and then, you know, the business fails instantly or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, fuck, I bought into that, you know? And so, there's no payback if you don't like take care of like everyone or try to like take care of the smaller folks first, they should be like the disciples of positivity of Syracuse, the small businesses and the employees and the people Mm -hmm. of downtown should all be like spreading The downtown. Yeah. So like I always talk about this with peeps and I call it a donut, right? So downtown Syracuse is the donut hole. The rest of Syracuse proper when it comes to like, The Census Bureau is like everything from like Baldwin'sville to Solvay and like back around, right? right? (laughs) Donut Hole, like 180, 190,000 people. Donut, like 800,000 people, right? So like Syracuse as a city, like 100,000 people or whatever, right? And like the census doesn't lie. Those numbers are correct, right? So here is all these people in the suburbs, and they come once to the landmark, eat at a restaurant in Armory Square, and leave. Right, and And these, and this is this is it. Like this is actually right. This is actually it. That's that's thousands and thousands and thousands of people who come to Syracuse a couple times a year, but they live. Twenty minutes
1: away, right? <laughs> Are you saying the, the the people in the donut around Syracuse yes. is that where the talent is
0: as well? Yes, without a doubt. And so it makes sense. Every city works this way. The small suburbs bring the people into the city. The city's where the action is. Everyone goes to the city square for the well water and the entertainment. The first farmers markets are in the city squares, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so like make no mistake, there's no erasing or changing <clears throat> or 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 making that anything other than what it exactly. Right, that's what it that's is. just how it's always and works. so yeah. however we are like plagued, for lack of a better term, with the opposite. Like we have so many pop-up businesses and so many communities and neighborhoods and things and things to do and uh, supermarkets out oh. here and You know, sports bars out here and things that when you like think about it, what's making you stop, drop when you get after out of work and coming into downtown Syracuse for stuff, other than arts and entertainment? So festivals on the weekends, special events, concerts, etc. So thousands of people transcend upon the area. 80% of them don't live in downtown, give or take. And like that that's probably can be proven on paper. You know, and like, bam, like we went to see Weird Al at the Landmark
2: and we came in
0: and we, we like went to like restaurants around the area and then, bam, we jammed right back out of there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like the attraction of Syracuse is like what I'm always trying to think about. Like, like they walk out of that place and like we're across the street and there's like break dancers on the corner and there's like, you know, there's like people with signs saying like go two blocks that way. And there's a cool installation you got to see. And like, you know what I mean? Like, could we tack into it? Could we tap into that? Can we market to the donut and forget about the donut hole for a little bit and kind of mm-hmm. like bring it back? You know, that's the kind of stuff that if, if you know someone who has an idea who could like have any, even the slightest idea of how you could tap into that, that person is also going to be a millionaire because it would render th- something like Syracuse.com useless. Yeah, you know, what I mean, it would literally like it would be like, well, I'm going to advertise with this platform because they can get to the whole donut hole. You know, what I mean, like by zip code, you know. Yeah. And so that's just the kind of stuff that like we're kind of up against, like the suburbs and like moving out to the suburbs. And that's why 81 and all these issues are a crazy thing. People from DeWitt, that's a suburb. They're worried about their commute, whatever. You know, like this is the kind of stuff that we deal with. You know what I mean? Have you seen effectiveness in other
1: cities Mm. that have similar um, infrastructure that has made this happen?
0: Yeah, to be honest with you, um, I steer very much clear of trying to study other cities. It's something that's like my personal thing that I've chosen to do where I don't want to be too inspired by another city because then comparisons get drawn very quickly mm. and they go like, Oh, you're just like Detroit. They went through that. You know what I mean? Right. And like, so, so like you can't go and study Detroit who went through something similar and realize that like things are happening there and people are coming up cause they're all desperately trying to like bring it back. Cool things happen in times yeah. of desperation to be honest with you. Yeah. And so like, but, there is no comparison between top of the Rust Belt and bottom of the Rust Belt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're different cities, they're different everything. Different people. You know, <laughs> even like whatever geographical parallels don't, it doesn't matter. You know, it matters about who's in it right then and there. Like who's gonna plant their feet down and be here for three decades trying to make shit happen. You know what I'm saying? You can learn, you can learn from that. Obviously, someone has you know, a good idea out there, and you're like, oh, crap, we should probably look into that. Mm -hmm. But if you spend time researching and looking into it, then in some way, I truly believe that you're, like, disrespecting, like, the process here. Like, if someone says goes out to San Diego and sees this beautiful food truck rodeo and thinks they can just slap Syracuse's name on it and do a similar thing, it doesn't work that way. Very difficult to like coordinate and come up with and negotiate and like so there's like a lot of you know moving pieces and a lot of players have to be on board in order to make things happen around here and that's just the way it is
1: yeah we talk a lot about uh, self-awareness mm-hmm. and this kind of hits home with on the macro scale of the city yeah we kind of have to become more self-aware trust of what's going on as so a, we can t- as a whole so we know? can tap into the authenticity of what makes Syracuse
0: different than every other city trust. There it is. Put on a bumper sticker. It's available on Vindalism.com. <laughs> In the description.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So, what is that? What What do you think sets Syracuse apart right now? All right, this interview is over with. Uh, uh, right uh, now. We asked difficult questions. So. No, I mean, the, given. I mean, no, no, I mean, Welcome like, to the hot seat. Honestly, that's,
0: that's it, dude. That's that's the question. That's like that's like the question that everyone should be asking everyone right now, right? What is it? What is the thing that we have? Do we have a very unique industry of people that are in hospitality that actually are by local advocates and real small businesses that are like partners coming up and doing it? Yeah, we've got that going for us. That's pretty cool. Do we have a lot of like grassroots organizations? So no matter which way you swing it, uh, contractors get make the deals and then they build the buildings. The builders build the buildings. The painters paint the walls, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So you look at all parts of the economy. And so mm-hmm. I truly believe that there's a ton of people that are very good at what they do, right? In all industries. Yes, across the board there's tech there's there's new exciting stuff there's all kinds of stuff that's going on but because we live in this weird like instant gratification world there's not a lot of people who are connecting people and like the connections of people is what really makes Syracuse what it is like that's the web so when you go oh that's a super cool thing that's been happening in Syracuse for a couple of years you can trace it back to one singular human being 9 times out of 10 as being the person who like got people on board it was their idea they got people to help them they made it happen right Mm -hmm. so that's a really cool thing that not a lot of people have in other places so there's like tons of pride behind like homegrown projects right and so like that's something that just simply can't be taken away and i'd stack it up against anywhere else in upstate new york for like actual groundswell pride being like like those aren't the best donuts I've ever had in my entire life but god damn it they make good donuts and they market the hell out of their donuts and they do fun promotions all the time you know yeah. what I mean like that's it you know what I mean like so are we out there trying to be the best at something are we really going to be the 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 city that everyone looks at for salt making again or whatever right yeah do we have that huge claim to fame that's undeniable that no one can be like well actually we're the middle of the erie canal the centerpiece of the like metaphysical heart of the entire state of new york and you can't debate that because we're actually in the middle yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like and albany's down here but we're the middle right yeah. and so like we are weirdly the middle of all these things we've got all these industry and all this innovation and all these things happening in this area, but the overarching identity has to be better, better presented and it has to be a tighter mission statement or whatever, because as far as I'm concerned, that's the Adirondacks, that's the leather stocking region, that's Western New York. And we're just copping out and being like, we're in the middle. So we're central New York central, right? Syracuse is the center city, central city. It's named thusly because it's literally the middle of the middle, right? <laughs> and so, like, there's no other way of denying it. Like like circle, concentric circle, history of being itself, center, circle, city, city, city. Like, everything comes back around, right? So time to, like, close that circle in, tighten it up, and have, like, a real presentation that says, like, yeah, we're the middle of everything. If you go an hour that way, it's the Finger Lakes. If you go up here hiking in mountains if you go up here you know i mean like it's it's bonkers how much that we can offer by being in the middle so a lot of it
1: is what you're talking about is like what is that thing in syracuse that can bring in all these different locations to want to come to syracuse right. right
0: and so we have an excellent mix of all of it and i think it just needs to be massaged a little bit further to have This like attraction that we can't deny. And yes, on the foot of of Onondaga Lake, just on the outskirts of the city is the state fair, (laughs) the longest running state fair of any in the United States. You know what I mean? That like grows each year and has the amphitheater now. We have all these things. So that's great. But it's it, the state fair isn't the answer. No, the state fair is over there. Destiny's over there. What's happening in Syracuse? Yes, yeah. downtown, downtown property to have its own needs to have its own thing because then it would undeniably be like the crucifix of the state. <laughs> it would have something on all four corners plus downtown, not just you know what we already have and like people have done a wonderful job of taking organizations, like museums and things, lifting them up, doing new programming, getting funding, doing cool stuff, time to like band together and have one super trail of museums, time to get smarter and have more one-on-one tourism in downtown, more food tours, more everything. You know what I mean? And you can't have that unless you've got like the attraction. We sell out hotels, like it's our job in this area. But there's nowhere to go. But do these hotels come here? Here comes the Syracuse Nationals this weekend. Thousands of cars are going to transcend upon the city everywhere it's goes and be like dope street cars going by, right? Now, and they come here and they spend money and they hang out and they set up shop and they're here for an entire week. They go to the Finger Lakes, they make little trips, they go out the Hides. they jam all over, right? They have this big festival on the weekend. It's the biggest festival of cars on the East Coast. Homegrown thing, couple dudes, Rob O'Connor and his family making it happen. Right? We can't deny the impact economically of things like this. It's absurd. It's the number one festival, right? So now we have that. It is the biggest car show. We've got this claim to fame. It's out at the fairgrounds because the fairgrounds is the only place that could like hold all that. Hold all <laughs> that, right? And like you know, maybe it's time to consider downtown completely holding. Something like that, getting weird and getting mm-hmm. out of Clinton Square and getting out of Hanover Square and opening it up, you know, looking at new new ways of of bringing it bringing the business someplace else instead of like always taking it and putting it to the center. Time to spread the love a little bit and pocket it into three neighborhoods. You know? Right, because you know? I mean, like
2: all that money is being spent in one small area, so only the, you know, the businesses that are directly around that event are going to see any like economic boom from that, but like place like tip Hill or something else, they're seeing none of it because they're just far enough where people are like, ah, well, it's a little too far from me. Right.
0: I'm too lazy to go or whatever. And yeah, (laughs) you know, a lunch business gets destroyed because they're all going to the festival or whatever. Right. These things can, they can be looked at a different way. More creativity can be applied to it or more ingenuity can be added to it. And we have the ability to do that around here. It's time to start. Thinking that way more, you know. So. Just throwing out ideas here, but yeah. I'm thinking like street food, busking,
1: that kind of thing. Yeah, just dude. open so, streets, let everyone.
0: Dude, uh, take it's the craziest thing in the world that we have to struggle. I understand that there's there's hubbub. Like the only thing I don't get is like if you're a Mexican restaurant on the corner, obviously putting a taco food truck out in front of a Mexican restaurant is a no no. But <laughs> otherwise, it's not really the worst thing in the world. Where if they were like could go all over, right? Mm-hmm. So, um has there been ideas of that? Yeah, but it's it's tough because truth be told, there's too many cooks in the kitchen ironically. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's too many people who think that, you know, truck A spent X amount and truck B spent X more amount on their equipment and vehicles and their solo they wear all the hats, they promote themselves, they book themselves, they have the commissary kitchen, they cook it, they They get show up, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so you do all that, you put it all together, you got a lot of people who have opinions on how to do it, they've seen it successful in other places. They, you know, the city is ill prepared for it in its initial format, so they look it up online and, and they say, oh, San Diego, that's cool. Uh, we're gonna charge you like fifteen hundred dollars to look at a parking spot to potentially you know and we'll tell you a lot the money We'll tell you what spot you're gonna park in, and that's your spot you know what I mean, so it's tough because if you're parking on city streets, you're parking on city streets, you need permits you need things it's it's part of the process right but then private events and large scale events and food truck events, and like everything gets rolled up food food truck people are you know, true, the true salt of the earth because they get told there's going to be 3000 people at the event, 300 people show up and they bought food for 3000 people and they don't have a fridge that can fit that food in it. You know what I mean? And so like, so they're desperately searching for the next gig and they just like string them together. And, and if they're not, if they're lucky, they got themselves something going and it's up to like the people that follow them to be like, yo, you're, I love you. This is great you know? So yeah, that kind of stuff. Totally cool. I actually worked, um, with, um, some city officials on the rewording of, and the, um, new introduction of, um, some, whatever you want to call it, some legislation or whatever the hell it is, um, in regards (laughs) to street performing. So busking and like overpass is an example is like, It's publicly coded. You can invite musicians to be down there, but there's noise ordinance rules. So you can't bring like a amp and rip down there because it can kind of lift up and be loud or whatever. Right. But if it's like, you know, acoustic instruments, you do it all day. Right. So there's no welcoming words to an outsider to say, yeah, you can busk here, here and here, but like don't busk in weird, dangerous places and pick some corner it's like heavy traffic and like be out there distracting people. You know right. what I mean? Like, <laughs> like understand that like pockets of Armory Square and pockets of downtown, if you go like a three block, 45 minute rule, so you can't just like shut, set up shop and be there for half a day. Right. You know, it would like be, it would be awesome because you'd have to be like, all right, well, I'm not, I can't just like cross the road and set up shop there. I have to like move on to the next area. So I stroll and I get to check some stuff out, and I get to understand. Oh, this is a good pocket. I'm going to play over here for a little bit, then stop, drop, and like and do it again. So yeah. then you get some love, you spread some love, and it kind of like helps everyone be like, "Oh, this is cool." And you don't have people like you know just like owning an area. Anyone can come and be more like open to you know encouragement open
1: platform kind of yeah idea yeah
0: absolutely. And like that's the kind of stuff we need. So like that idea, Kyle, like all day but making th- those ideas a reality it's a slow steady drip in this area because yeah. there's a lot of people who have input on it so is money power i some of money it, the thing that some is? of it is some of it is some of it is but some of it's not like uh like once a year i um host an event with some local uh musicians called make music day national organization um, puts it on and it's to promote things like this and you can set up places get permission from the city and everyone i get a permit from city parks and i set up people at little pop-up parks all around downtown and like all day long musicians playing and hanging out and like the reactions are beautiful people are like this is awesome right mm-hmm. summer solstice this is dope right and then we get that, we get that for a day and we have to like be like, look, it works. Everyone loves it. No one's like, you know, freaking out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then we have to like wait our turn and fight and push to make that, those kinds of things a reality. That's the low hanging fruit I'm talking about, dude. If those things crack, if we can get two or three or four of those things to happen yeah. and be consistent, then no one's going to question the cooler shit when it comes along. Mm. Everyone's gonna be on board, you know what I mean like yeah and
1: I'm kind of thinking that those two, three, four, five different little things mm-hmm. have to be
2: connected yeah without like, a doubt. branded the same exactly they're all they're all connected that, familiarity. Thing, that network then, you know. plus then coming back to that donut, you know thing those Mm -hmm. people are gonna identify like oh this is a part of that same group that put on that like oh yeah dude
0: i read it somewhere it's like the donut hole syndrome or something like that like it's an actual like 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 urban terminology for like you know kind of like you know what happens if you're not careful and like it definitely happened in syracuse new york we have fallen prey to the donut hole syndrome right so now it's like up to us to like spread it out and make it like you know happen like you know what I mean so those things without a doubt dude so that's why I fight so hard for those things you know that's why I you know would do those pop-up driving movie nights with you know the Syracuse Food Truck Association and Nomad Cinema and that's why I moved on to like working with musicians and now I work with the artisans and sell artwork and like so one by one all these scenes are gonna like collide on each other. And if they collide at the right time and they can, like, all get on board, (laughs) forget it. I mean, that's what's going to break this mentality. That's what's going to, like, because it's one thing that can never be, like, ever, ever be, like, stopped politically in any capacity. And that is the community coming out in droves for something because they all represent people that could potentially vote for you. So you better show up to this event that has all these people at it you better make yourself present in the arts community because if you can't get those kinds of groups to get on board, good luck. You're not going to get the vote. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so in some weird way, those are the, the creative class is the inner workings of the city always. And they're the ones that are the economic churning champions of the city because of the progressives. Correct. Yeah. We kind of breezed through it really quick and I just want to hit back on it.
1: But the idea of like, we have the New York state fair yes. brings in thousands of people. Yep. And it's like a two week long event where mm-hmm. like, it's just incredible, amazing. You go there, you feel like it's a whole, like that is the experience of Syracuse. Yeah. Why is it then that like, what's the problem with it being out in Solvay and not in downtown Syracuse? Um, what, what do you mean it, by that? It
0: just happened to, to fall upon the shores of Onondaga Lake back in the day. And, like, that was the the fairgrounds. It used to be in Albany. It used to be in, like, 10 different uh, New York State cities. Syracuse fought and fought and fought for it to, like, be in Syracuse. And they threw a giant party on the shores of the lake. Uh, Look it up because it's super funny. But they had, like, a giant, like, Mardi Gras-esque party. And they danced around in crazy outfits to prove that they could house – The state state fair. And then it just happened to be out there, right? So like the state fair, it's it's solve technically, but it's basically its own entity out there because it's the New York State government run state fair. It's not Syracuse. Right. So Uh, New York State Fair. Now mind you, everything that comes in, every vendor, every every attraction, every food vendor hires locally. Mm-hmm. uses like craigslist and gets people from syracuse and central new york to work the fair they there's hardly any people that actually lift up only a few people come to work the fair like you know from like the uh the people who do the midway rides and stuff come and they all slap down and work the fair but everything else is 95 percent like hired locally so economic impact 101 all these jobs going right there for two weeks for lack of a better term, raping the entire city. Mm. If you're a restaurant, if you're, if you're a restaurant, you're like, oh, it's the fair. I wonder if we're going to sell a single burger. Because why at would the you, fair. you, everyone, all the attention, everything lifts up. Entertainment, eats. You go to the fair to eat and watch people. Like, that's it. Like, you <laughs> go to eat, right? So, like, no one, If if you want to take on trying to work the fair, you're talking like, 14 14 hour days tons of extra paperwork and negotiations and it's an it's 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 a a huge opportunity if you're gonna do it but you gotta like be on a different level to make it happen right so it so it helps the ones at the top you're saying it sucks it sucks all the economy out of the city when it comes to hospitality and certain other things but hotels and other things get business right so like there's not another example of of something that like the whole year round other than like winter being really rough and people not being able to go out that like just completely utterly stops an entire industry. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the hospitality industry of Syracuse you know that here comes the fair get ready it's going to be so slow for the next 2 weeks. You might as well just like you know whatever tips we're getting we're going to spend at the fair on pizza free but we're going to, you know what I mean? Like, it's just the way it is. <laughs> but if it's 95% of local businesses, why? Oh, well, sorry. There's a lot of outside stuff that comes to the fair. And if you don't step up and sign on and pay and be a part of the fair, then someone else is taking your spot. Right. So like, you know, and so, so this little so cuts l- off like uh, the growth of the lower, in essence. Businesses. Yeah. The, the,
1: the startups.
0: Without a doubt. And okay. um, and so if you start when... You know, but there's also some things to be said about it. It brings a lot of randoms into town. So, like, it mm-hmm. does uh, kind of help. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you there know? would be, a,
2: like, a good way to link the fair to getting people to actually go into Syracuse. Like, yeah. By, I just...
0: By... I don't know. I think what you're saying... Uh, what you're both saying is if we're looking at it, like, this way, like... Syracuse SU Hill State Fair Destiny USA like and then south so like 81 out of the city mm-hmm. right so these big things from like the long running tradition to the institution on the hill to the like whatever you want to call it right destiny right these are not mutually beneficial to Syracuse things in any capacity. These are things that happen to be in or close to Syracuse that take everything away from downtown. Donut hole. Right? There okay. it is. Even even like literally in walking distance <laughs> from downtown, <laughs> the donut hole is like... And like, so, yeah. <laughs> so if you like look at it that way and like stop for a second, you realize... Oh my God, isn't it lucky that we have the fair here? Isn't it crazy that the university (laughs) has sports teams that have come up in the world? Isn't it wild that destiny had somebody who, you know, got us to this weird point where we have like the canyon and we have like the second biggest mall in the United States of America on our hands, Mm -hmm. right? And then, you know, the way out, the cut through, the pass through of always like, you know, getting on a highway and just ripping through the city, you know what I mean? So like... Can we make Syracuse Center donut hole this attra- have this attraction that everyone's like,
1: "Yo." One thing, I have another idea. Okay. <laughs> I'm listening. One thing I noticed, I was just like scrolling on my GPS, looking yeah. at the city of Syracuse from overhead view, mm-hmm. and I noticed we have a lot of parks, yeah. a lot of grass green we, area we in have that GPS we have
0: and like 35 legitimate city
1: parks. And I was thinking, how cool would it be if we had all those little green spaces filled up with music and art events?
0: Dude, welcome to the thing that I've been on my knees pleading everyone to look at for the past decade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why won't you listen? Right, like you know, but but at the same time, we do have a lot of that permitting. Yeah, Permission, it takes work. It takes work. Understanding, respecting the process. Yes, there's room for gorilla type stuff, as long as it's not evasive, mm-hmm. but like you got, you got eco-friendly chalk, go light up every sidewalk. Don't wait until the sidewalk chalk competition comes around. You've, you know what I mean? You've got, you've got 300 hula hoops, <laughs> go to the park and start building something. Watch everyone come and say, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Get other people to help out. Boom. you right. Like you, like it needs to foster that kind of behavior. And we need to like, Everyone should be picking up their phones and taking pictures of that shit and saying "Whoa!" because we're all journalists. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Yeah. I uh, like that's something that, that that I think about. Like you know, I mean, you could be the first on the scene. You are the first on the scene, technically, right? Yeah. So like, time yeah. to like start treating your day to day like that and be like, "Oh, time out! This is crazy. What's happening right here?" Yeah, you know marketing I mean? rules
1: Right? At the end of the and day, so
0: you you take that, you market that in a positivity. You turn any idea into a pop up idea. You bring it to parks and rec, parks and rec of all the departments in the entire city, as far as government is concerned, is without a doubt the most progressive and understanding of, of oh, these, yeah. uh, these ideas. And mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. will work with you and and like watch how easy it can become mm-hmm. if you like think about it in, in the right way. Like you you should say, hey, what up? Is this cool? They'd be like, no, you can't freaking like light things on fire in the middle of the park. <laughs> be like, okay, I'm glad I asked. But like, you know, I mean, you ask ahead of time and they're like, yeah, we got flame retardant this and in Schiller Park, you should do it over there. Like, at least they can be like, we can like work the right way. Because if you just step on things or disrespect stuff, it's not going to grow organically. You know what I mean? You got to work together. Yeah, it won't, it won't come up the correct way. And so if you like go around town and say, you're going to, you're going to do artwork everywhere. That's Great. Great. That's what we want. We all want that, but you can't just like slap it on the side of a building without permission and think that you're going to get like credit for it. You know what I'm saying? You have to like, at least have some sort of (coughs) of connection. And and mind you, nine times out of 10, the building owner is going to be like, interesting. Go ahead. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like they're on board. People are on board. They want this stuff. 10 years ago, they didn't want this stuff. People have been working for a long time to give us this opportunity to put us in this space take all the politics strip away all the finances and understand that as a whole the actual overarching like demeanor of Syracuse has changed which allows these things to happen
2: yeah it's funny cuz even like right before uh I went to school which I graduated high school in 2014 so yeah. I was in Albany for you know 4 years and then I was in Burlington for half a year so oh, cool. like in that time I was away from the area coming back I've just kind of seen like I was like wait there's kind of something going on I don't really know and then when we started connecting with people I was like all right there's something actually happening now dude Burlington's
0: interesting the Ithaca the person who Mm -hmm. built city center of Ithaca built Burlington Mm -hmm. so there's like very weird like yeah it's like parallels there very similar yeah that's cool and that's the kind of stuff that we need to be like what up we did that (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) we need to be better at that and i mean,
1: so the question is a question for you what was the difference what is making syracuse so much better than well for you burlington in your perspective what makes
2: Syracuse well I wasn't necessarily saying Burlington or Syracuse was better than Burlington or anything but it's different
0: you came back and you noticed it yeah what I'm
2: saying is that when I graduated high school what Syracuse was or at least in my in my personal opinion Mm -hmm. in my experience and what it is now yeah is different I, I like there's more stuff happening there's more events happening people seem to care a lot more about the image of Syracuse in terms of like the fact that eighty one is even like on the fucking chopping block right now. Right, like shit like that wasn't even being talked about before. It was always just like, well, this is just commonplace.
0: I like, think uh, a lot of uh, I think a lot of people either fell into the I'm tired of hearing the same old crap or fell into like my category, which is like doesn't matter where you are or what you're hearing you're part of the school of making where you live a better place to live. Mm-hmm. So like when you get around people like that and you don't just like see someone like disappear after a year and like, it's like five, six, seven, eight, ten 10 years of do- doing that and being around people like that that have like come up together and in, in a class, if you will, mm-hmm. then you begin to realize like how like important mm-hmm. it is to like put your, you're a little mark on like the history of like Syracuse. Cause if you can accomplish like things and change people's minds, you've really got something going. Yeah. And so like your mind was changed. You were like, wait a minute. Right. And so like that happened because you were like, yo, like this didn't happen when I was in Albany. This didn't happen when I was in Burlington. What's going on here? Yeah. And that's exciting.
2: And like, so for example, um, People love going to Burlington. They have a great tourist like economy, I would say. Mm-hmm. But as someone who lived there, I noticed that they don't do that much. Like I think right. there's more going on here than there is in Burlington. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, granted, there's way more people in Syracuse in the surrounding right, area right. too. So like, there's way more potential for things to happen. Yeah, but, but like, like, I think that here, yeah, um, in the that people live in New York we live on a faster paced uh, lifestyle as opposed to someone in Burlington. Everything's laid back. People don't really have this agenda of needing to change stuff. Um, So that's what I'm like, okay, shit, things are changing in like that small amount of time that I was talking about. I'm like, okay, so how can we? And so I think that like kind of comes back to like why we're doing this, like why we have started to make noise. It's like, okay, shit's happening. There's no kind better perfect that,
0: timing. Yeah, there's no better <laughs> way too to like you know talk to people and lift them up and get them to like you know actually like s- spread it out because it, you know it's not so often that you get the that the camera or the media in front of you like consistently like that and mm-hmm. so it's especially around here you know so it's really nice to have like a another platform that you can like show off and share with people and and maybe b- more even more important than that like. Whoa, I had no idea that this dude existed and I need to get a hold of this guy. I had no idea that that event was happening. I need to go check that out. You know, like spreading it consistently is without a doubt one of the best, most powerful tools of the area, especially when it comes to like, you know, creating a little bit of a hype around something. And that's all you need to Mm -hmm. like start rolling around Syracuse. So, and that might be the
1: problem with Syracuse if someone does make it big. They're either out of Syracuse yeah. or they make it big
0: overnight yep. and then they fizzle out. Yeah, exactly. Month. Yeah, exactly right. That's 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 part of the ups and downs of it until you get like a succession of people when like one person is found attention is turned towards the city and they're like, holy crap, there's like 40 people that we didn't know about there in Syracuse. And all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Like, so that's really like the one TV station comes to town and they cover these three restaurants. The next network comes to town and covers these three that aren't part of the originals and then so on and so forth. And like the, the like long standing, you know, thing that happens when that happens, it's like, it's like never ending free advertisement. And we need more of that. We need like the on the street blog post of like, you didn't know about this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. a little more yeah. of that. Yeah to like show people from everywhere that like, we've got some cool stuff going on too and like stack us up against whoever you want, but they don't have this. You know what I mean? Like that's what you got to lay claim to. You got to be able to say, yeah, we got this great community of people that are doing these things. to be like every city has that next. Yeah. We got all these uh, awesome food trucks. Nice try moving on. Mm-hmm. And like you keep going and it's hard to figure out, what it is but if you can narrow it down and narrow it down and narrow it down and everyone is in agreeance they're like salt potatoes motherfucker yeah. like, so <laughs> i mean? like like that yeah. and then everyone's like what are salt potatoes we don't have those that tell me about them isn't it there's a culture shock there's an exchange of culture and like make no mistake that's how every single thing that is successful like got catalyzed someone's like there's this biker bar over in Syracuse that's that's freaking slinging ribs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, boom. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, that's the kind of stuff that it's like undeniable. And so, in order to get there, you need to have more people on board. Are there tons of people who are like, yay, more food trucks? Hell yeah. But are those people waiting for the food trucks to show up at events and going and getting in line and, <laughs> and meeting the owners and being nice and Giving good reviews and right. yelping and helping and blah 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 blah, right? So the difference is loyalty. Like, is are those people? Are all those people doing that? Yeah, there's probably a, a group of people who are into that shit. But then there's a shit ton of people. There's ten more people for every one of those around here that isn't doing jack shit. Yeah. Because they don't know. About what's happening or they didn't even realize that there's a lobster food truck around the corner. or They didn't know that this is a cool event. And when they don't know about it, it's a personal thing. It's like, I didn't know about that. Why didn't you (laughs) tell me? We live in the world of this. I didn't see it out there. And it just gets like to be too much. You know what I mean? And then people feel slighted. And then, welcome to the overarching saltiness of the salt (laughs) city. You know
2: what I mean?
0: Like, like, I didn't know that band was at the West God. What the hell? And it just adds to the naysaying. Yeah, dude. And that's the kind of stuff that I'm like, this is me. Whenever someone's like that, I'm like, fuck that. Like I swear yeah. to God, like I like people like down the street. I walked on the street and they're like, oh, "Syracuse sucks," and I'm like, "You suck, you stupid idiot! You didn't even know this shit happened here." You know what I mean? And yeah. like moving on, right? And so like, and then that person's like, "Whoa, I didn't know that thing happened here." And maybe maybe they go and tell somebody. And maybe they go tell somebody, and then three people know about it that didn't know about it. So like, if you positively spread the good word of Syracuse, and it's like legitimately like, oh, this is like like a freaking cool thing that happened. Yeah. No one can deny that. No one can stop that. No one can go like, oh, I'm the rich guy. Stop it. No one can go, I'm the politician. You can't do that here. They're all going to be like, thank Christ. Someone is doing something <laughs> finally for like, you know, that and saying, look what we're doing. We need to get credit. We need to have people that go nice fucking job, Syracuse. You yeah. know what I mean? And they need to be, maybe not from Syracuse, you know, maybe they need to, to be like jealous of us so that we can, have a sibling rivalry against Rochester and move up in the world or whatever. We just gotta like mm-hmm. be better at like uplifting people and like getting it done. I will say
2: like because you just made a comparison to Rochester, like
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, so I work at Digital Live, okay, and cool. uh, so we have an office in Rochester, and just comparing the two, like mm-hmm. although Rochester's downtown, not as it's I don't feel out. I don't feel as safe. Um, as I do in Syracuse, Mm -hmm. I'll just put that out there. Um, but there is significantly more things happening in downtown Rochester on a daily weekly basis that isn't happening here. And that could totally be replicated here. So like, just like things like that, like, I just see like party in the park. It's just a giant ass stage in a park right in downtown and tons of people come. We don't do that.
0: Right. And who plays it? Our musicians. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's root shock going to Rochester and playing their party. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, there it is. Like we have said we're innovative and foster innovation for a long time. And we've watched everyone, us, everyone else come up around us so that if the talent isn't given opportunity here, where the hell do you think they're going to go? Yeah, of course they're going to they're gonna go to Auburn, they're going to go to Suico, they're going to go to Rochester and hop over there, you know right. what I mean? We should be able to have the opposite effect. We should have these people coming to us, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that's what it's about. Sounds like Syracuse just needs a platform. Trust. Platform to present all
1: the talent and art that we offer. And it sounds like the industry that can make that all happen is multimedia, it
0: sounds about right, Kyle. Get the word out. We may or may not have the best uh, school of uh, multimedia in the entire country sitting up on that <laughs> hill.
2: <laughs> That's ironic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they don't know the Syracuse area. Right. And so They're so
0: isolated. I would, I would, yeah. I would, I would pit a, a second-year new house student against any journalist in the entire country because they're hungry, they're young, they don't know, so they're not coming in with bias. And they have all the support tools for free that they need to make stories happen. Some of the stories that those kids are doing, gold. Mm. That's the kind of like thing that if you gathered it all together and it wasn't just like a new house Syracuse website and it was like a thing yeah. that was out here for all of us for free to yeah, be able to be a part of. For the community and not for,
2: yeah.
1: See ya. Damn. But instead they kind of like, Cave it all in. Yeah, that's, well, it's that's an insi- the way it goes. a private institution. Yeah, what do you yeah. expect? <laughs>
0: it's tons of private money. That's the way it goes. But could one of them leave the school and launch it here locally and like take care of the nightmare that is a local calendar and trying to get people to understand there's tons of shit going on yeah. and you pay attention, you know? There it is.
2: I, I just see like, I'm, you know, just watching the news at night, like News Channel 9, like great news channel by by all means. But like, Maybe instead of covering the 12 terrible, like, awful stories that we have to hear about someone getting shot again. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah. why aren't we, like, talking more about, like, I feel like a lot of people that we've interviewed and people that we're connected to, I've never once heard a story about anything that we're doing. Like, I know some people, like, for example, Drew Shoup, who's, like, a big mover and shaker in Syracuse, probably has not seen the light of day. Um, right. In terms of recognition for something like that. So most people putting, thought no, he's there. Right. He's putting <laughs> it in.
0: But like, that's the thing you have to pick and choose your battles. So yeah. like, so like, yeah, we know that Drew's over there taking brands and making them happen out of the print hub and doing shit. But at the same time, that's a full service print shop in the gear factory. They're working day in and day out yeah. with like four people trying to make that stuff a reality. You know what I'm saying? So like, And they have less time in the actual community, right? Making events, promoting. You must show face, like rule number one. You can do all the you can talk, 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 all you want, but but if you're not physically there to like be like, "Yo, what's up?" You're not doing. You're talking about doing, Mm. and it doesn't matter how hard you're working behind closed doors. People don't know that you're doing. You know what I'm saying? And so, like. If it weren't for documentation like social media and stuff like that, how the hell would we know that someone's on the other side of town coming up and doing something? We want it. Right? Yeah. And so like you gotta kind of maybe as part of your day interact in different ways and make that a reality. You, I remember- gotta, you gotta press time out and document some stuff. You gotta get back to printing. You gotta think of new ideas. You gotta recruit all everything rolls up, you know? Yeah. And that's a good point, because I remember
1: being in high school, wanting to be a part of this community and feeling like an outsider because I didn't know a way in. Hmm. And then social media comes out and you see all these people are doing cool shit. And all it takes is a message saying, yo, what's up? Can I be a part of this? And then there you go. Connections made. Right. Personal
0: invitations are the real deal. I mean, sometimes that's what it takes. You know, like, for example, Mm -hmm. like you came down to Overpass Fest and I distinctly remember being like, what up? what are you doing? Like, how'd you find out about it? And like, I'm pretty sure you just like someone else shared on social and you were like, what is that? I got to go to this. Yeah. And then story, story. And then boom, you just show up. Right. So like the leap of faith to like show up like that, like Andy probably has a very similar story. Like when he came back from school, he took that one little leap to be like, Oh, what's up? I want to see what's going on in the scene. And like and like that leap immediately drops you into the middle of these scenes and it's up to you to like navigate which one you want to like link to or be a part right. of or whatever, or be like me and refuse to be a part of any of them. And <laughs> try, try to like, pay jo- your path, yeah, join them together, basically. Yeah, to, you know, what I mean, along the way. So, like, that's how. That's like the way the world moves. That's how, like the way things happen. You know, what I mean, like the the cicadic rhythm rhythms of Syracuse, whatever. You know, what I mean, like that's the way it goes, you know? So
2: I think uh, a good theme I just took out of uh, what you're talking about with the social media aspect of things right there and documenting, mm-hmm. I think as a community of people, cause I know people outside of downtown care about Syracuse, but again, they talk more than they actually do Yes, is documenting with intention because people document shit that's going on in Syracuse all the time, yeah, but it's, not with the intention of like it's like oh look at what i'm at look at what i'm doing not look at what
0: syracuse is doing right so you should be here so yeah so now you say it and you kind of go back to like a little further back in the conversation but like bringing it back around when you were saying like what's like a good terminology for like what you are in some weird way i'm like the curator of the creative class of syracuse like Make no mistake, whether you're a musician, an artist, a dancer or whatever, you're going to cross paths with me because of the next thing. So the next thing is going to be like, we're not, I'm not going to do art, 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 art every day of the week. Right. I'm going to do art, food trucks, music, dancers, boom, and like try to like really spread the love. And so make no mistake, you're going to be forced down the road to be in a position to collaborate with someone again because it, it is a small town. Right. It's like you don't want to like burn bridges and and be in a position where like none of the dancers want to come to your events because you you screwed one dance crew once back in the day. You know, what I mean, whatever. Right. You got to like be a little better vision wise about thinking bigger picture. yeah, Yeah. What would the bigger picture be? The bigger picture would be an entire horseshoe of food trucks with vendors in between each truck that are selling their artwork with a centerpiece that has volunteers bringing, taking care of all the garbage and the recyclables to make money off of it. While dancers are performing around you and musicians are on the stage, like just look what we're doing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like that can be applied the city of festivals, right. Apply that to like anything, apply it to any scene, slap it all together, be a little more multifaceted, be a little more cultural forward and look what you could present. Yeah, it's crazy. I see that a lot in the music industry.
1: Like, oh, it's not—it's the hip hop group or like the yeah. jazz group, R and B. Why not just the music group? Exactly, and
0: bridge them all together. Trust, dude. Forget the genre and watch what happens. Besides the fact that they all freaking in one way collide with each other, anyways. Yeah. you know. So that's the kind of stuff that like needs to be fostered a hell of a lot more. Do you feel like you are the person doing that? I'm one of the people doing it. Yeah. Yeah. One of, I mean, this I'm not the only person doing this kind of stuff. It's, it's, you got to give credit where it's due. There's tons of people who are out there doing it. Shout out to like, you know, Jamie Ann Owens, the society girl, doing all kinds of multifaceted events with, that have that vintage twist on it. You know what I mean? Shout out to Ry- Ryland, Ryland, you know, for going out and taking a pretty straightforward, simple idea. Like people who want to dance and have a good time and not like have to worry about like, You know the feel of like a club and being like you know you know messed with when they're just out trying to dance and have a good time make a theme get behind it stick to it don't be a jerk boom Mm -hmm. you got you got yourself a a, a upcoming thing you know i mean like get behind your ideas and do them right you know shout out to my girl jamie santos for always making like cool themed art events You know, shout out to my man Tommy Lincoln for breaking free of the local design firm, starting his own design firm and teaching people what it's like to to like have good clients and like respect and business smarts, but also some damn ass cool designs for like 1911, Funkin' Waffles Mm -hmm. and like, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of people that are doing their thing in Syracuse that are doing it and they definitely communicate, understand and see what's going on and try to like learn and try to like push and progress and they've been around and they've been around the block and they know what they're doing and they're staunch supporters right but we all help each other out make no mistake we're not like ignoring what everybody else is doing trying to get our stuff done so you got to get in that world or else you're not helping you know so cool Uh, so i see you as like a
1: spokesperson for syracuse (laughs) i get that that a lot yeah yeah Uh, but are you actually putting on the events yourself?
0: Yeah, a lot of stuff um, is homegrown events and things that I put on. Uh, everything from the all the programming at uh, the pop up shops and wildflowers. It's kind of ironic, but I'm not a music pr- pr- like you know I'm not a, a music promoter, but I sure do book a lot of musicians and right. give a lot of musicians opportunity. I don't necessarily own an art gallery but I sure do sell a lot of local art and now I got the shop as a, as a format, you know, I'm not an installation artist, but somehow with some friends who are much handier than me, I'm able to take visions and make them a reality and make installations. And, you know, I mean, like I can, I'm just like the conduit for like, like Andy said earlier, like I'm the conduit for collaboration amongst the citizens of Syracuse and I host events from crafted festival, pretty big, pretty big event to community based stuff that are like my bread and butter. Like where my heart is, is like overpass fest, like city owned private property all over, all over it. It's publicly coded people jog and walk their dogs from noon to one. And from like, Five to seven, and like that's it. <laughs> Otherwise, it's like ghost town. Yeah. And so, like, can I take an an underutilized space in the city and like reimagine it and bring life back to it? And like, that's what I want to do. Like, I look at alleyways like lovingly because I'm like, we could do some cool stuff down here. I look mm-hmm. at pockets, urban pockets that are underutilized, and I try to just like show everyone. Wouldn't it be cool if we like took these spaces back and taking those spaces back is the glue amongst these neighborhoods. And so that's why I like think of myself as the glue amongst the creatives, because like they bring me the crazy idea. And I'm like, this is something that we can make happen. Let's, that's, that's freaking help them make it happen. You know? So. I, I like you
2: brought up the parks thing before. Yeah. Uh, because uh, so Kyle, started this through our brand uh, last year, which was just like, we would just meet up with a bunch of people and clean up the park. Like we wouldn't tell anyone about it really, but it was just like, Hey, if you knew about it and you showed up, like we're going to be cleaning. I remember. And I feel like there's what I noticed, at least like we went to Lincoln park one time. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is a beautiful park. It's huge. Great views. And I noticed that it was very under maintained. Yes and i'm just saying the, like just
0: something like that just like the maintenance behind so, right these. and so there's a lot to be said about that because everyone thinks everything is magical around here right. too that like it just happens right so like parks has choices to make so they turn their attention towards Rec for a mm-hmm. period of time Rec brings in more people makes more money more children program so parks fall away a little right. bit while wreck is coming up. Right. And so like, then we find out that the commissioner wasn't the best commissioner. So we switch it and try to even it out a little better. And, but leading by example, going out and showing people that it's very easy to pick up a few things and put it in the receptacle. You know and yeah. I mean, hopefully it gets people being like, Oh man, like, whoops. <laughs> and to get to throw away because that's human based stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's not a, a fell wind bringing all the garbage and jumping in, in, in Schiller park, you know what right. I mean? <laughs> like, like that's what it's about. So like, it's teaching a little bit too, it's like pride. leading by example and causing and creating civic pride all day. Mm.
2: I think we should continue on that cleaning spree, but instead like of going like to the outside donut, uh, focusing on the hundred or whatever parks in Syracuse because like
1: let's do it yeah i mean i mean as we're sitting here talking my mind's like (laughs) (laughs) like all these ideas and it's like coming together and it's like yes i can feel something big is going to happen in syracuse and we're all part of it let's make it happen heck yeah Yeah. so yeah i mean we're coming on an hour over an hour and a half uh do you have any questions
2: um i the only thing that i feel like we didn't hit on and this is more about you yeah maybe not so much syracuse but like like life growing up for you, like how, you know, what influences brought you to this point? Uh, Were you always like on the track to be here? Yeah.
0: Yeah. In some weird way um, at, from my, my enthusiasm and energy as a very young person, like enthusiasm, energy, ability to like communicate with anyone, like the silver tongue complex or whatever, the yeah. gift of gab or whatever. Right. Like, brought me to this place. My passion for, um, my like unfettered drive and passion for like lifting up arts and culture brought me to this place. Mm-hmm. And like everything has been a test along the way, but I've learned to learn how to work with people and how to like get things, make things happen. And so I've watched people come and go a revolving door throughout the years, but me sticking my feet down, being like, Steady and staunch supporter of this all along brought me to this like place now that I can say, you know, my impact is significant, and I can like fall asleep tomorrow and be like, it's going to take a few years for people to like forget the things that I accomplished in this city, and I didn't do it alone. I I brought people with me, and and maybe they're ready for the next round. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like that's what I've always wanted to do is coerce it a little bit to bring some people out that would like. Do it next, you know, now it's your turn to light it up. You know, do you feel like you're done? Uh, no, I'm never done, you know, ever. Like, just because like, it's what I do. Like, it's what I'm actually, it's your DNA. Yeah. And so I thought at first that there'd be like a life to it, but now here I am, I'll step into that next role and be able to help more people and do, and do more and come up with other cool shit and lift other people up. That's a cool idea. Mm-hmm.
1: Just like you being an like excellent communicator for the community, and I feel like when you're young as a child, you think about like, oh, I could be a musician, I could be a firefighter, I right. could be this. But like you've kind of created your own role oh, yeah. that people could look up to and be like, I want to be that. But it's not something that is um, by society. It's viewed. not label specific. It's not label specific, <laughs> yeah, and it it's so unique. It's
0: tough for to me yourself. To, to answer that, that early Like the fact that,
2: yeah, like it's it's literally like a blessing to literally not be able to tell someone a straight, like, I am a doctor. I am, the, I do like, I honestly don't know what the fuck I am. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs>
0: you tell me. Yeah. yeah. I'm a lot of things. That's yeah. That's right. And that's what, it, that's what I, the variety is what like feeds it and what's able to allow me to creatively explore all these things and, be a well-known advocate for these things. You know what I mean? So there you go. And that caveat's into my last question. Okay. What impact do you want to have on the world? What? All right. So all we've been doing is talking about Syracuse and what Syracuse could be and whatever. So we study history and I resurrected this thing with my man, Mike G, uh, Mike Gentacio, um, And I, Brought back the yellow fellow, the most popular bike of Syracuse in the 1890s. A bright yellow bike that everyone rode around the world. This thing is getting shipped in boxes to countries all over the planet. And it says Syracuse, New York all over it. And they're like, oh, Syracuse, what's that? And they're like, oh, not the place in Italy. This little town in upstate New York that's making bicycles, right? And like international world like everyone paying attention and everyone being like, holy shit, they did that there, right? And there's no debate and there's no like, oh, it happened first in, you know, in like Southern India. It's not the first place, right? Mm -hmm. We can be the first place. We can be the only place. We can be the pioneering place. And so in some weird way all along, I've been like hounded by, plagued by being the person who breaks Syracuse out. On, like, a world platform again, because mm-hmm. I'm so enamored with the history repeating itself. And, like, I know that being that spokesperson and being that person who promotes and positively spins everything and puts everything in a great light, making other people change their minds. So, what do I want to do? I want to change, like, everyone's minds about this little place in upstate New York. And like sit back and with my popcorn and watch from that point forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like eventually I will be at a place where I don't have to like take everything to heart and like worry about everything not coming up. You know what I mean? Because I'm all I'm trying to do is lift everything up. So like be that person, you know? It's like a child, you see it growing up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah. Like, you're off. <laughs> <laughs> you're exactly. <laughs> all right.
2: I have I have one last question as well. Okay. Um what you know, what do you do to have this mindset? You know, like it seems like you're very self-aware of mm. who you are. And like what things have you done that have been successful in, you know, continuing this positive train of being able to get shit done? And like what knowledge could you shed on viewers listening that can maybe help them have that same similar impact?
0: really boils down to like one thing and it might sound cheesy but like when you have like people telling you adults telling you like like little phrases that you feel like belong on bumper stickers instead of like real life like advice you're like yeah great don't be kind rewind great Mm -hmm. mom right (laughs) and you want to like be like whatever i think the one thing that it really boils down to is like don't let anybody nay say your shit like do your shit, right? So I could be labeled as stubborn by some people because I'm like, no, I'm not going to, like, worry about you. I'm going to go and do this thing. And when I find people that want to do this thing with me, guess what? They're on board and we're going to do this thing. You know what I mean? And so, like, just stick to your guns because if it comes from you when comes from your heart and your head, then, like, really... It is your baby and it's your vision or whatever. Like stick to your vision. You can adapt. You can bend. You can twist it along the way to get there. Right. But don't like give up your vision because somebody else is like upset or naysaying it or whatever. Like let the haters hate and you create. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like oh that. yeah! Put that <laughs> on a T-shirt. <laughs> There's the raptor coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, there it is, dude.
2: There it is. Shit. Oh, yeah. All, right, All right. Well, a, one, one yeah, one oh shit! <laughs>
1: one last question. Uh, you're very humanitarian at heart. Yes. Uh, you care about community. Yes. And you care about bringing people together. Trust humans together. Yeah. So for you, what does it mean to be human?
0: Okay. Now we're. No, I have to think about it for a second. I guess there's a lot of different versions um, of, uh, of people around there, but like, I guess you've kind of, you can surmise from this entire conversation that like caring and creativity, like humanity and like understanding are the big four pillars of like everything I do. Tourism as an overarching theory or like in hopes that it brings recognition to this area would be something that I'd add to it. But humans are walking mistake makers. And the kind of humans that I like to be around are the ones that learn from their mistakes and try to like teach others that I always wanna like learn and grow. So it's like a, a
2: being of constant progression. yeah, Which plays very well on, I feel like, a lot of the themes that you brought through about progression. So I think that's very well said.
0: Dudes, thank you.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why don't you uh, let everyone know where they can find you and anything that you're working on right now,
0: like coming up, yeah. that you can hype up? You can find me on any given street in the city of Syracuse at any <laughs> given time. Um, just look out your window and say, what's that dude doing outside my, my, my door right now? Um, and so anyways, um, the whole point is I honestly, my big projects right now, some are, some are quiet and, and, and not happening. Some are, are right out there. So the, one of the big ones is wildflowers armory. It's this local business that grew from a series of pop-up shops locally. It's Located right behind the Most Museum in Armory Square, and it's an eternal pop-up shop selling all local handmade artisan goods of people from the area. T-shirts, you know, original art, home bath and body products, home goods, but all original handmade in the area of Central New York. Uh, It's open every day except Monday, Wildflowers Armory, all kinds of pop-up events and stuff going on there all the time. For years, I've curated a little... Instagram page called the Republic of salt. That's like a social calendar that just handpicks unique events and things that are happening around the area. And I post one little thing and say, check out this business or check out this event. And I post to that every once in a while. It's kind of a fun thing, curated content of like to have a better quality of life in Syracuse, New York and social, uh, capabilities, like, or like options go out and check out Republic of salt. And uh, that's about it. Glad to have you. Thanks, dudes. Yeah, yeah. this is appreciate awesome. You. As you're going
1: through your social media, literally like 500 yeah, messages on the <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I,
0: I, It's rare that I'm putting it down for that period of time. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's all good. Cool. So, okay. anyways. Glad oh. to have you. Yep. Thanks, dudes. I appreciate you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give it. me some
2: potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Stay crispy. <laughs> <laughs> I love
1: it. Good shit. and that's a wrap thank you all for listening we're very grateful that you were able to stay this far with us in the journey that was episode 32 of bindalism with michael john Haggerty. if you're interested you can discover more on the mind of boho hobo by exploring our instagram at boho underscore hobo underscore as well as on our facebook page at boho hobo lifestyle We also have a bunch of videos on YouTube that will keep you up to date with us in our adventure. Bindalism, a philosophy to a self-sufficient lifestyle, sets the stage to interview many independent-minded people. So if you yourself would like to be on the show, give us a message on any of our social media platforms and we'd love to have you on. Be sure to find more of our episodes on all your familiar platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts along with video podcasts on YouTube. Thanks again for listening, and as always, explore endlessly. Peace.